message this morning is called, What's in Your Hands? And I want us to all do this. I want us to put our hands in front of us. I'm going to ask you a question. What do you see? You see something that you can cover your mouth with when you yawn. You see something you can use to eat. Something that will help you work. Something that will help you play. Can you imagine if we didn't have our hands? I was thinking about that this morning. See, when God looks at our hands, you can put your hands down. When God looks at our hands, he sees the unlimited potential of the blessings and miracles of prosperity. Because, see, we already have the authority as believers. I'm going to read out of John 3.35. And the scripture says this. The Father loved the Son, and He placed everything in His hands. To this morning, I'm asking you the question, what's in your hand? Isn't it funny that when somebody gets arrested in the natural, what's the first thing the police say? Put your hands up. I, I know that often very well, actually. <laughs> Put your hands up. Yes, sir. But why is it that the police say, put your hands up? And then the next phase, it usually comes out to that. Is, put your hands behind your back. <laughs> because there's power in your hands. There's power in your hands. You can use your hands to escape. You can use your hands to fight. You can use your hands to attack somebody. See, when the soldiers came to get Jesus, the very first thing they did to Jesus was they bound his hands. Why did they do that? He wasn't a violent person. But those hands made mud pies and placed them on the blind eyes that they could see. <laughs> Those hands took five loaves and two fishes from a young man and fed thousands of people. Those hands laid upon a great host of people and they found healing. Those hands had resurrection power. And so do yours. What's in your hands? John 14, 12 says this. He that believeth on me, 
will do the works that I do, shall he do also. And greater works than these shall he do, because I go unto my Father. This is Jesus telling us, listen, I got to go be with the Father. And all the things that I did, you're going to do greater. And he's saying, everything that I did with my hands, I put greater in your hands. So now you're going to do greater things than what I did. Because see, John 3.35 says, the Father loved the Son and He placed everything in His hands. Paul writes to Timothy in one of the letters to Timothy in 2 Timothy 1.6. 2 Timothy 1.6, it says this. This is why I remind you to fan into the flames of spiritual gifts God gave you when I laid my hands upon you. For God has not given us a spirit of fear and timidity, timidity, but of power, love, and sound mind. He says, I've given you a spiritual flame in your hand. 2 Corinthians 3.16 says this, But whenever someone turns to the Lord, the veil is taken away. For the Lord is spirit, and wherever the spirit of the Lord is, there is freedom. So all of us who have had that veil removed can see and reflect the glory of the Lord. And the Lord, who is the spirit, makes us more and more like as we more and more like him as we are changed into his glorious image. So I ask you the question, what is in your hand? Freedom. Glory. Spirit. His glorious image. That's in your hand. Luke 11.20 says this. But if I am casting out demons by the power of God, then the kingdom of God has arrived among you. For when a strong man is fully armed and guards his palace, his possessions are safe until someone even stronger attacks and overpowers him, strips him of his weapons, and carries off all his belongings. It's talking about in this scripture, when the power of God comes upon us, The power of God rests in your hands. It comes upon us. What's in your hands? The power and the authority of heaven is in your hands. John 17, verse 14 and 16 says this. I have given them your word, and the world hates them because they do not belong to the world. Just as I do not belong to the world, I am not asking you to take them out of the world, but keep them safe from the evil one. They do not belong to this world any more than I do. 
the very first part I really want you to hear is, I have given them your word. The word of God. What's in your hands? It's the word. The word of God. Proverbs 4, 7, verse 13 says this. Getting wisdom is the wisest thing you can do. And whatever else you do, develop good judgment. If you win prize wisdom, she will make you great. Embrace her. She will honor you. She will place a lovely wreath on your head. She will present you with a beautiful crown. My child, listen to me and do as I say, and you will have long life, good life. I will teach you wisdom's ways and lead you in a straight path. When you walk, you won't be held back. When you run, you won't stumble. Take hold of my instructions and don't let them go. What's in your hand? Wisdom. Wisdom rests in your hands. And it says when wisdom comes, you live a good life. Is this making sense to you guys? Proverbs 9, 9, verse 12. Proverbs 9, verses 9 through 12. Says this. Instruct the wise, and they will be even wiser. Teach the righteous, and they will learn even more. Fear of the Lord is the foundation of wisdom. Knowledge of the Holy One results in good judgment. Wisdom will multiply your days and add years to your life. If you become wise, you will be one to benefit. If you scorn wisdom, you will be one to suffer. What's in our hand? Because it says, it says that knowledge of the Holy One results in good judgment. So knowledge of the Holy One comes in our hands when we live by wisdom. Let's turn to 1 Corinthians 12. It's not going to be much longer. I just have a couple more scriptures I want to share. First Corinthians 12, verse 4, says this. There are different kinds of spiritual gifts, but the same spirit of the source is the source of them all. There are different kinds of service, but we serve the same Lord. God works in different ways, but in the same way, God who does the work, it's God in the work, who does the work and it's all. A spiritual gift is given to each of us so we can help each other. To one person, the Spirit gives the ability to give wise advice. 
To another, the same Spirit gives a message of a special knowledge. The same Spirit gives great faith to another, and to someone else, the Spirit gives the gift of healing. He gives one person the power to perform miracles, and another the ability to prophesy. He gives someone else the ability to discern whether a message is from the Spirit of God or from another spirit. Still, another person is given the ability to speak in unknown languages, while another one is given the ability to interpret what is being said. It is the one and only Holy Spirit that distributes all these gifts. He alone decides which gift each person should have. So can we just stand right right now? Let's stand. So I want us to put our hands out again. Put our hands out in front of us. I want you to look at your hands. And I want to say, and we're going to say the following words out loud, okay? These hands have the power to get wealth. These have these hands have the power to heal the sick. These hands have the power to set the captives free. And I want you all to know that do not ever doubt that. Don't ever doubt that. Because that's what the Lord has put in your hands. This is not a long message. But that's what the Lord has put in your hands this morning. You have all authority and all of heaven sitting at your fingertips. Every one of you in this place is a lighthouse in a dark place. Every one of you can preach the good news. Every one of you can go to the highways and the byways. You can go to India. You can go. You can be a beacon. You can be a lighthouse. Because it's in your hands. It's up to you and I on what we do with what we have in our hands. If I have a hammer in my hand, but I never choose to build something, that hammer's no good. It's not going to do anybody any good. God desires to send salvation, healing, deliverance through your hands. You just have to be willing and you have to be obedient. Deuteronomy 16.15 says this, The Lord shall bless thee and, all, and, and increase all in the works of thine hands. So, Father, we just thank you, God. We thank you for every person that's here this morning, God. We thank you for what you've put in our hands this morning, God. We thank you for being a good, good God. Jesus, you're so awesome. Holy Spirit, 
We love you. We just ask that you would just continue to move in us and work in us every day, Lord. Give us eyes and ears to see what your spirit is declaring. Lord, and most of all, make us hungry for more of you, God. Lord, give us an opportunity every day, God, to release your glory from these hands. Lord, bless these hands. Bless the hands, God, right now. In Jesus' name, amen. God bless you guys.